This message was recorded live at Plantation Seventh-day Adventist Church in Plantation, Florida. Welcome to PlantationSDA.tv. Here you will find a diverse variety of Bible-based topics and conversations. God's master plan to inspire your mind, bring peace to your heart, and uplift your soul. May you be blessed and encouraged as you listen to God's Word. time ago, in the Garden of Eden, God made a promise to Adam and Eve that a special person, the Savior, would come to rescue them from the bondage of Satan. When Adam and Eve heard about this promise, they were really excited and hoped it would happen soon. They happily welcomed their first child, thinking maybe he was a promise. But the Messiah promise didn't come true right away, and they died without seeing it happen. After a while, other people, like Enoch, talked about the promise, keeping the hope alive that the Savior would come soon. But as years passed, the Savior still didn't come. The 70 weeks prophecy of Daniel revealed the time of the Savior's coming, but not everyone understood what Daniel was saying. Centuries went by, and the voices of the prophets, the people who talked about the promise, fell silent and the weight of Roman oppression burdened Israel. The people were on the verge of despair, and it felt like the promise was never going to come true. But, just like the stars move in the sky at their own pace, God's plans don't hurry, and they don't get delayed. It's getting late, and your father, Yosef, should be home by now. I hope nothing has happened. Don't worry, Ima. Abba always comes home. Sorry I'm late, my loves. I was held up by some Roman soldiers. Roman soldiers? What happened? Uh, they were searching for zealots, I think, that attacked the Roman outpost last week. I got caught up in the questioning, and they used my cart to carry their equipment to the other side of the village. Oh, Yosef, it's not safe out there. We need to be more careful. I know, Miriam, but we can't let fear control us. We have each other. We must stay strong. I thought the Messiah was supposed to come and save us from all this suffering. Why hasn't he come yet? It's hard to understand, sweetheart. Sometimes things don't happen the way we expect them to. But God is faithful, even when he seems like he's silent. I just wish things could be different for you, for all of us. You may not see it now, but Elohim has a plan. We, have to, we must keep praying and waiting. He hasn't forgotten us. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, 
Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to a town where her relative Elizabeth lived. Elizabeth, who was also miraculously pregnant in her old age. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth began to bless Mary and the baby she was carrying in her womb. Just a lonely girl from a city. 
When Mary returned to Nazareth, she told her fiance Joseph she was pregnant and everything else that had happened. Joseph was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurs to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. to a blind man Mary did you know your baby boy will calm the storm with his hand did you know that your baby boy is walk where angels try when you kiss your little baby you kiss the face of God The deaf will hear and the dead will live again. The lame will leave, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. The blind will see, the deaf will hear, and the dead will live again. The lame will leave, the dumb will speak. The praises of the Lamb. Mary, did you know your baby boy? This Lord of all creation. Mary, did you know your baby boy? When one day rule the nations, did you know 
let your baby boy Heaven's perfect lamb This sleeping child you're holding He is a great I am Yes, he is a great I am Oh, he is a great I am He was always a great did you know what was inside of you, Mary? Did you know the greatness inside of you, Mary? Did you know, did you know The King of Kings, the Savior of the whole world Was inside of you, Mary? Oh, the Prince of Peace Rose of Sharon it was inside of you, Mary. Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? Oh, did you know? Did you know? Mary, did you? I have some bad news. Caesar Augustus has called for a census. We have to return to our cities of birth. We'll be going to Bethlehem. Bethlehem? It's freezing there this time of year, Abba. And this whole census is just another way of the Romans controlling us. Calm down, Hannah. Anger and hate will only burden your spirit, my love. Remember, we must find our strength and our faith. But I can't stand them, Ima. They make our lives so difficult. Well, uh, did say something? This trip may be challenging, but think of it like an opportunity for you to reconnect with family. You'll get to meet cousins and relatives you've never met before. I guess, but it still doesn't change the fact that the Romans are doing this to control us and make our life so difficult. Bethlehem is a special place, Hannah. The prophet Micah spoke of it, saying it would be the birthplace of the Messiah. Perhaps this is just a blessing in disguise. The Messiah in Bethlehem. Let's be for real. Yes, there's a reason for everything. We may not understand it now, but we must have faith and trust in the divine, in the divine plan. Come on, let's start packing. We're gonna have a very early morning. time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that the census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Sy Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea 
David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child.
Praise the Lord. Praise God. You know, as we contemplate the birth of Jesus Christ, as we contemplate this gift that was given to humanity, I want you to also contemplate the power behind the birth, and that's the cross. Jesus came for us, and I read with you this week as we as I meditated on the whole the birth of Jesus. So in Matthew 1 verse 23, it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. God with us. You know, sometimes we, we forget Jesus is no longer a baby. He has gotten the victory and he is here with us he lives in our heart he lives in with us he has he is the risen savior so the birth of Jesus reminds us that he is the risen savior and so it doesn't matter what you're going through it doesn't matter how you're feeling this time of year it doesn't matter what your life looks like it doesn't matter what the world says. The only thing that matters is what the Word says. And the Word says, Emmanuel, God with us. So I'm encouraging you today to be confident. Confident in the Word of God that He's given us. That He will never leave or forsake us. And regardless of your temporary circumstances, He has won the battle it's not a surprise. So whatever you're going through today, I'm encouraging you, come, let us together in one accord, send our prayers upon on the God who is always with us. And I invite you, if you have your prayer request, come. Let us seek the throne, let us come to the throne of grace and let us pray. Let us ask the Lord of our Father. Let us ask God to be with us. And as we lay everything at his feet, he will take care of all things. Let us pray. Our Father, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, holy be your name. Omnipotent creator of the universe, King of kings and lords of lords, we, your children, come before you this morning with thanksgiving, thanking you, O oh God, for the birth of your Son that you sent to die for us. Thanking you, O oh God, for making a way when there seemed when there was no way. Thank you, God, that you love us so much that you didn't think it was too much to send your Son to suffer and die for a people who didn't even care. Well, Father, it is because of this birth and the death and the resurrection that we can come before you with confidence, knowing that you who have started the work in us will finish it to the end. And so we ask, O oh God, that you cleanse us. As we come before you, we present our bodies living sacrifice, holy. Make us holy, God, because only you can. 
We repent of all our evil ways, Father God. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us and cleanse us from all iniquity, O God. Father God, we ask, O Lord, for the gift of repentance, God. We can't even repent on our own. Have mercy, O Father. We look to you, O God, O the author and the finisher of our faith, and we ask that you have mercy according to your loving kindness and according to your multitude of tender mercies blot out our transgressions oh God because we have sinned against you and you alone oh God and you said in your words father you said if we confess our sins you are faithful you're just and you will forgive us of all our righteous unrighteousness so it is with this confidence that we know that you hear our prayers and so God we thank you. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you, oh God, for your goodness and your mercies. And as we come, you said, lay all our cares upon you. And so we know that you are the God who is and forever will be omnipotent, omniscient. And so we ask, oh God, that you come in our minds and you come in our hearts. And Father... You know our trials. You know what's going on in our lives long before we ask. Father, there are marriages that are under attack. Father, there are children that are confused, not knowing who they are or whose they are. Father God, there are sicknesses and, and diseases that seems to want to blind us to the fact that you are the healer. You are the restorer. You are the God who is and forever will be omnipotent. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. And we come this morning, oh God, this afternoon, thanking you for healing power. We ask, oh God, even now, God, that you send your angels excelling in strength mighty in battle right now oh God shine your light of understanding in the hearts of your people and push back the force of darkness you said in your word in Psalms 56 that when we call upon you the enemy must flee so in the mighty name of Jesus we declare through the power of the blood of Jesus and the authority of the cross that we are set free through the blood of the lamb and we ask oh God that you go in our midst and you touch each and every sin sick soul that is suffering under the burden of sin and unbelief oh God and renew a right mind within us and cause us to know you the only wise God who is able to save us oh God so have mercy let us not forget that the Christmas is more about you God Father we know that you desire more than anything else that your children are saved. And so we thank you. We ask that you touch the speakers, touch those who are involved in this. Father God, that not one soul that is here will leave unchanged, that they will have a deeper understanding of the love that you have for us. And Father God, we ask you that if there are souls that are imprisoned by the enemy, as you said in Psalms 142 verse 6, you said, oh God, let the souls come out, oh Father, in the name of Jesus. Free your people from their transgressions, oh God, and let your name be exalted 
exalted in this place. We declare that you who are able have already done the work and we thank you. We thank you for healing. We thank you for restoration. We thank you, oh God, that you have won the battle. We thank you, oh God, and we praise you because you are worthy to be praised. Thine, oh Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. We declare through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ that we are set free and your name is exalted. So we glorify you in our lives. We glorify you in our bodies. We glorify you because all glory and honor belongs to you. And so we say, Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we say thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. afternoon and happy Sabbath to each and every one of you present. Those of you watching online, it's indeed a privilege to be here to worship God one more Sabbath. At this time, we are going <clears> to <throat> just say, take the moment to reflect on returning the Lord's tithe and offering. So I'm going to ask the deacons and deaconesses to come forward. Let us pray. Let us pray. Eternal Father and Lord, once more we are grateful to you for this day where in which we can give thanks for your blessing. Thank you for the season, dear Lord, that we can come together, fellowship, worship, adore, and exalt you. And Lord, as we return to you what is rightfully yours, please, Lord, bless those that have to give, and even those that don't have to give. May it continue to further your cause, we pray in Jesus' worthy and holy name. Deacons will wait on us, and deacon for tithes and offering. There is a notable saying that I read in a book. It says, to cultivate the quality of generosity in your life, do the following. One, be grateful for whatever you have. 
put people first. Don't allow the desire for possession to control you. See money as a resource. Develop the habit of giving. And not only that, this is the season for giving. We give to what we call ADRA, Adventist Disaster Relief Fund. We give to, you know, so much. Our community, where in which we go downtown and we feed those, the homeless and the poor, downtown Fort Lauderdale or downtown Miami. These are the things that we are so much involved in in our church. And don't forget that whatever you give, the Lord also blesses it to give to those who are in need. So, as I said before, don't forget, whatever you give to the Lord, the Lord finds it use for its purpose. And not only that, He requires us to return unto Him what is rightfully is. The rest is our offering to support our church and our needs. Thank you very much and God bless. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of the Herod of in the days of Herod the king behold wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying where is he who has been born king of the Jews for we saw the star when it rose and have come to worship him
from the east visited King Herod. They followed a star all the way to Judea, looking for the king and messiah of the Jews. Wise men from the east, searching for the messiah? And you want to know where this new king was born? In Bethlehem. Bethlehem? We were literally just there. Apparently, the same time we were in Bethlehem, they were following the star, searching for the messiah. They brought gifts and paid homage to the baby king. Really? That's amazing! You see, Hannah, God didn't forget us. He just has different timing. So the prophecy of Micah about Bethlehem, it was fulfilled? <laughs> yes, it was. You see, we don't understand why these things happen, but God has a plan, and it unfolds at his own time. Joyful land 
Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace.
Halleluja, ha? Amen. Ja. ja. Amen. We are so blessed, truly blessed, to have such talented people willing to allow themselves to be used by the Lord. And so today we saw wonderful programming put on by our youth, and we will thank them here in a little. But I wanted to go over, just very quickly, the story found in Luke of Jesus' birth. It's found in Luke chapter 2, for those of you who have your Bibles. And we'll start in verse 4. And as you learned, there was a census that the Romans had done. And so everyone had to go back to where they come from. And it says, And Joseph went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house, the lineage of David, and to be registered with wife, with his wife Mary, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And I wonder today, have we given Jesus his place in our hearts? Are we shutting him out? Are we allowing the, the, the Lord of the universe who came to die for you and for me and everyone here, are we allowing him to receive the manger of our lives? Could that be? Maybe we're too busy allowing our entertainment, our passions, our desires, our worries, our responsibilities, our relationships. We're giving them the VIP suite in our heart. We're allowing the Lord to live in a manger. But in this story, there is a solution. And as we keep reading, it says, And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all of the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. This can be translated as armies. An army of angels. They burst out of the sky and they praise God saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And I have good news for you. If you accept Christ into your heart, you are one of those people. 
You are one of those people. There is peace in the Lord. And we can have peace even though the world is shaky. We can have peace because Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem and he died on that cross. Before we get to the thank yous, I wanted, we wanted to celebrate those three wonderful souls that gave their life to Jesus today. Yeah, can, can they come on up? Can come on up. There's three wonderful souls. We're gonna do the anointing for them. But we have to celebrate these victories, folks. This is what Jesus died for. And it's so appropriate a day we're talking about children. And here we are, three wonderful souls. Let's uh, call up some of the elders to anoint them and send them on their way. And some of you may not know, but these, these, these are his grandchildren, right? Yeah? <laughs> Look how happy he is. Yeah, um, if the family... If the, the family can come up we're, to join in the anointing, we'd also like to invite Sharon Walters to come up. She is, she's been here for a while. Many of you known her, her beautiful smile, but we're, uh, we're uh, bringing her in on profession of faith. And so if she's here, we'd love to have her up here too. Pastor Michael. This is our resident anointer. He is a wonderful man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's step down for him. So, for those of you who are able, let him raise your hands to anoint them. And here we go. Father, in the name of Yahweh, God the Father, Yeshua HaMashiach, God the Son, Ruach HaKodesh, the mighty Holy Spirit, commander of the battle, I anoint this young lady for the rest of her life to be saturated in the blood of Yeshua, to be protected by the mighty warrior angels, excelling in strength with fiery swords, above her, below her, front, back, left, and right. Give her what she needs on a daily basis. More and more the greater have a love of Yeshua to give to other people. We put her into your hands, guarded by those angels, saturated in the blood. Hashem Yeshua Mashiach Adonai Sar Shalom. Name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Prince of Peace. Amen. Father, we anoint this young lady, Shade, in the name of God the Father, Yahweh, God the Son, Yeshua Mashiach, God the mighty Holy Spirit, the commander of the battle, again to be saturated in the blood of Yeshua from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, 
We pray that you will give her a fantastic life, moment by moment, just day by day, to just give Jesus a chance to share with other people. Use this young lady in a way she can't even imagine right now. All honor, all praise, all glories always goes to the one who truly deserves it. In Hashem Yeshua Mashiach Adonai Sar Shalom. Name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Prince of Peace. Amen. Again, Father, we anoint this young man, Micah. What a beautiful name to carry through through life. In the name of Yahweh, God the Father, Yeshua Mashiach, God the Son, Ruach HaKadosh, God the Mighty Holy Spirit, Commander of the Battle, saturated again in the blood of Yeshua for the rest of his life, never to leave the Savior's side, never ever. Use this young man as he grows up to be a man of God, completely dedicated to you. Again, all honor, all praise, all glory goes to the only one who truly deserves it, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hashem Yeshua Mashiach and Anoisar Shalom. Name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Prince of Peace. And everybody said, Amen. Father, we anoint our sister Sharon here. Yahweh, God the Father, Yeshua Mashiach, God the Son, Ruach HaKodesh, God the mighty Holy Spirit, the commander of the battle. Whatever you want to use her for, for the rest of her life, let it happen. For the Lord's glory, by his grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit, protect her with the warrior angels surrounding her, above her, below her, front, back, left, and right, to just lead her in the path of righteousness that you want her to go in. All honor, pray with me, all honor, all praise, all glory goes to the only one who truly deserves it. Hashem, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Adonai, Sar Shalom, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Prince of Peace. Again, everybody says, Amen. Amen, Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Of course, of course. <laughs> Wonderful miracle today. And uh, last, but definitely not least, I'd like to ask the cast of today to come on up. The cast, everybody, round of applause. I want to I want to thank our wonderful, wonderful youth who have allowed themselves to be used by God today and they put aside all their schooling and all their, all their things to come up and be served and to serve. And of course, we want to thank our wonderful choir. If, if human beings can sound like that, imagine what the angels must have sounded like. And so I'm going to hand this off to uh, whoever's going to do. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to extend uh, my sincerest thanks to our young people. 
I, I wish you could truly understand how amazing these kids are. And I want to recognize my director right there, Anael, who has done an amazing job putting this together. And there is a drama coach here. Alex drove all the way from Tennessee just to be here. Alex, where are you? Right there in the back. So I'm gonna do some quick recruiting. We're gonna get out of here. If you have a young person, middle school, high school age, and they're not engaged doing things in this church, you want your kids to have friends here that when these doors open, they want to be here. The world will drag them out of here. And I know every one of these young people has their own challenges, but they've got a family here. And I know that's what God wants for your kids too. That's my invitation there. If you enjoyed the choir, put your hands together for that choir. I don't remember this song, but there was a song they were singing, I think that very, the song just before the last song, I don't know where it was, but there were angels back there because I got goosebumps everywhere and I heard extra voices. Maybe I'm just getting old, I don't know, but I'm just blown away. So I'm gonna do a quick recruit here. I know here there are singers and we've got an Easter cantata coming. And I'm praying and believing that there won't be space for all of you that are in, out here to be in here. And what we'll be doing is we'll be inviting our friends because they all know about Christmas and they all know about Easter. Our friends should be in these pews. So I'm encouraging you to get with our leaders. Come and join, come and sing, come and praise, get into community. That's what this church is about. These young people are a community. This group back here is a community and we want you to be part of that community too. And I've got one last thing. Liv, can you come this way for me, please? Is there something you wanted to share? I wanted to say a special thank you to somebody. So as you know, every note that you heard sung here today, the choir knew because someone specifically took the time to go through each and every song, record every single note for every single section, and send it to us in recordings. And you can tell, sometimes she was very tired, but yet she would send those things out to make sure we knew that we were doing. So Kelly, can you step forward for me, please? We love you. We love you, Kelly. I want you to know we love you. And we know that the devil attacks when you are doing these things. And we pray for you because we know you are here because you love the Lord and you want to see him glorified. So we want you to know that we love you and we appreciate every single note. Every single note. So thank you, Kelly. <laughs> And of course, that doesn't go to say that there are so many people here who have helped behind the scenes. There are people who iron clothes, Sabrina and Jennifer, and people that just help put these kids together. There's the sound team, Nikki and Lawrence and Uthin and Patrick and Lyndon and his crew, the cameramen. I mean, there's so many, Claude, the musicians, Josh, everybody. There are so many people. There are so many people that put these things together. 
So we just want to make sure that we know we love you all and we just want to give God the glory and everything that we're doing, it is to give God the glory. So we appreciate you. We appreciate everyone that's here. We know, we know, we know. If you know the challenges that happened this week as we were coming to the finish line, merciful Father, the devil did not want this to happen but we made sure we were here. So thank God and thank you so much for your support and thank you again. As Nick said, if there's anyone else that is ready to join us, to help, to lift a hand, anything, we are willing and we are welcome. We welcome you, so thank you. All right, guys, we're about to get out of here, but I wanted to ask, I don't know if it's just me, I wanted just a little bit, like a, I know an appetizer is what you get before you start. What do you get when you're leaving? Is it dessert? I don't know, but I'm asking, could you guys give us just that last song, just a little bit on the way up. We're going to pray, and then y'all praise just a little bit more and just usher us out. This may sound terrible. I may lose my Adventist car, but Merry Christmas, every one of you. I pray that you'll have such an amazing, wonderful season. Love people, care for people. Find your neighbors, find your friends, and let them know about that amazing story of God who became man, not even man, but just a baby because he loved me and he loved every one of you and all of your friends, and he's coming back. I'm going to ask Pastor Kevin to pray us out. Let's bow our heads for a quick word of prayer. God, we thank you so much for the gift of your son. You've done so many things since the creation of the world, and even now, every day, you, you choose to sustain us. But nothing is greater than the gift of your son. And we are so thankful that he decided to come down and shed his blood so that we can see you, so that we can have hope in whatever it is that we're going through, God. And so now I ask that you leave here today with everyone who watched online, who walked in, who's, who's involved, anybody, that they can walk away knowing that they have Jesus Christ by their side, God. I ask that you give them peace through whatever storm they may endure. And I ask that you give them faith to follow in the path that you have set before them, that you speak to them so that they can become involved, so that they can grow your kingdom, Lord. We thank you again for the gift of your son. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. This podcast was brought to you by Plantation Seven-day Adventist Church, a Christ-centered congregation dedicated to spreading the good news of God's love through sermons, deeper dive conversations, and much more. If you would like to listen to more life lessons and inspirational content, please visit us at plantationsda.tv.